Hey, good buddies, what's up, and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And we have finally returned. It's been a while. Yeah, we, we missed three weeks or so. It's, it's been a while. It's, it's been, yeah, there's... We've been we we both been living life yeah, is we, what's happening. Yeah, but we, we'll, we'll talk about it in the ramble. Let's song. get to it in the ramble. But, but this week we are talking about a Netflix original, an anime that actually is not from Japan. It's from right here in America. Mm-hmm. It was a you know animate animation company in Japan, of course, but right. it was written and created by yeah. Americans, and it's pretty rad stuff. We'll get into the pedigree a little bit later, but let's talk about Cannon Busters. Yes, let's talk about it. All right. Well, before we do, Roger. Yes, sir. Let's tell them about how this is going to go down. We're going to tell you about this show. We're going to talk about it for a little bit. We're Mm going to give you our opinions on how we felt about it. And finally, we're going to give you a review of recommendation. Do we think that you, our good buddies, should check this thing out? Um, And Roger, if it was Boo Boo Skunk Garbage, what would you call that? I would call it an anime, maybe not. If it was was not great, but... Anime... It was average. It was fine. It's anime. What is actually pretty good though? It's actually quite nice. My God, it's anime, definitely. But if it was incredible, Roger, if it was so so good, oh, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. And the way we're gonna get there is we're gonna give it a possible ten stars, five categories, two stars each for a total of ten stars. That is how math works. And the first of those categories is Roger, the story and setting. Second one, the characters and development. Number three, the art and animation. Cuatro, the soundtrack. And finally, that good buddy's wiggle room. That fifth category, that Genesequa. What does that mean, Roger? I do not know what. I don't know what. But that's how it's going to go down. We're going to get on into it. And Roger, can I hit you with a quick pitch? Yes, please do. Pretty short one. Um, but basically, this is the story of Cannon Busters revolves around mostly these three characters and a bunch of supporting cast. But it is mostly an overly friendly android named Sam and a curious repair bot are traveling through uh, to find the recently deposed prince of Botica, this very technologically advanced uh, uh, city-state kind of thing, whatever it was, and they are trying to find this dude after it's been taken over by some kind of mysterious force. Uh, they do so with the help of Philly the Kid, a notorious outlaw who has been cursed, cursed, I say, with immortality. And he drives a big pink Fadillac, and it's rad. Um, that's the basics. It is a very big pink Cadillac. It's a, it's a Fadillac, bro. Yeah. That's a Fadillac, <laughs> it's baby. It's very, very loud. My boy's driving that that Wario from freaking yeah. Double Dash. It's, it's got to be big, big enough to turn into a robot. So Yeah, it, it turns into sense. a giant mech. I, I, it doesn't, somehow it has an under bit where it's like a van on the inside and they chill in there. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, also... Um, uh, it's got like a like an arcade startup. Yeah, in it. yeah. It's got a little you gotta coin put coins neck. in to make it go. It's got some of those Sanwa buttons. You, you put know? you put a full dollar in that bitch <laughs> turned into a big old bull mech thing. It's rad. Uh, let's talk about the pedigree a little bit because I do want to talk about this sure. one. Uh, this show is created by Lashawn Thomas, who uh, actually started as a comic book. Uh, later on, was gonna be a big like full graphic novel, but that was put pretty much indefinitely on hold. And finally, it became this animation that we see now. This this Netflix original anime series. Uh, American anime, I think he called mm-hmm. it, one of them. Uh, this guy, LaShawn Thomas, if you don't know, he, he's he's a real deal, man. He's yeah. worked on Boondocks, Legend of Korra, Black Dynamite, the animated series. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, it was created by, it was also made by Studio Starlight, who you might remember from Girly Air Force, yep. as well as a bunch of other stuff. Uh, co-produced the first series of Fairy Tale and worked on Persona 2, which is pretty cool. And also, you met a company, which has done a lot of stuff that I'll be honest, I've never heard of, but notably... They are working with Toei Animation for the uh, Digimon Adventure Final Evolution movie oh, yeah. that you were super into <laughs> the trailer Nostalgia for. Nostalgia sadness. Oh, it's going to hurt. But uh, you also have several prominent writers on this thing, uh, a few of which I'm actually a, a big, big fan of. Um, the one that immediately springs to mind is Natasha Allegri. Uh, she's freaking rad. She worked on Adventure Time. She also did uh, Be in Puppycat. She created that one. You've also got a few other big names in here. Um, let's see here. We got Matt Wayne, who I probably, he's done a lot of stuff. I know him best for the Justice League animated series. Love mm-hmm. that show. Um, and Tool has written a lot of stuff. Probably the one that most people will recognize immediately is The Witcher. Um, and you also have Neela Magruder, uh, who worked, Again, really prolific writer. Actually, I believe, if memory serves, the first black writer uh, hired f- by Marvel, like full time. Mm-hmm. She's rad. Uh, but this show's got a pedigree, man. Yeah. And I will say right now, this is one that I'll talk about a little bit in the Genesee Qua, but it's basically my dude is just a black nerd, and he was like, I like anime. I want to make an anime. And he fucking did. Yeah. God bless him. 
Yep. Good for him. I live appreciate the, it, man. Live the damn dream, I, dude. I, I appreciate the effort. No yes. doubt about it. Live the dream if you can. And I, I especially love to see just Americans in general yeah. dabble into the... Uh, just get into it, yeah. man. Get into it. Uh, but let's hit the story and setting, man. Let's get into this review proper. Uh, what do you want to talk about it, man? Story and setting. Uh, well, I'll go. I'll start off with with the setting. I mean, the story is pretty much exactly what you said. Yeah, in your it's, it's pretty straight up. Uh, and the setting is uh, pretty much Trigun. Uh, <laughs> Feels a lot like it. I wrote yeah. down here. It is clearly inspired. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this, this whole anime show is inspired. Is, is very how I would say. very inspired. Almost, uh, I mean, I would say in my viewing, you know, like to a fault that is. Yeah, there's a lot. So let me just read this little bit of my story and setting. I wrote, clearly inspired, uh, an unstoppable outlaw who's being chased by bounty hunters. It sounds like Trigon. A gun-toting badass uh, with a necktie and an afro. It sounds like Cowboy Bebop. It sounds yeah. like Spike. Uh, I mean, there's the world is pretty rich and varied. You see mostly these desert settings. You also do get some snow settings yeah. later on. You get some pretty interesting jungle bits and whatnot. Yeah, the it's cities very, are like, cool. feels like very bad lands. Like yeah, that, yeah. You, you go, you hit a bunch of different areas yeah. and types of areas and stuff. And it's pretty sweet. I will say... It never felt like over like too much for me. I can yeah. see how some folks might see it as too much, like That's, with the inspiration I think stuff. I was more on that end yeah. where I was like I will say the only thing that really that I was like, okay, come on, was when they one of the settings, they go to this town called Zenith, which is literally a big dump underneath a big floating city, and I'm like, Well, that's just Ilita. Yeah. That's just Ilita. You did you changed nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's even like scenes I think it's in like the third episode or so. Mm. Uh, where they're kind of in the saloon esque town, mm-hmm. um, and it even it even it like damn near mirrors the Cowboy Bebop movie, yeah, to the point of where it has three old men just just kind of yakking about yeah, nothing, yeah. but well, also that, following. That was literally them though. They, the one dude had the same hat, and the one yeah. dude had the same shirt on. It was like, like that was that was yeah. Not- it was it was, and I think that was a little bit of of maybe my my problem is that like. Like, I love this, and I get that you loved it, too. I really like it. I wish, I wish that it was something used to make it your own. It just feels like a very hollow uh, homage. I I would say that part... Homage, is that the proper way to say that word? I would say homage, yeah. yeah. Homage, yeah. I would would call that part specifically a clear homage, obviously. But, I mean, mostly, I again, I would never say it was hollow i mean yeah. to say hollow to me implies it's got nothing original to bring and it does have quite a I bit mean, of the stuff characters that i felt are, like are definitely rad. different like the the old men are definitely yeah. different they're like i mean one of them is a lizard creatures. man or yeah. something <laughs> like, um but, but it's it like i felt like my problem with it was i guess i'll go ahead and get this out of the way my problem with it was is that it did these things that like were clear reminders of something but it did nothing to set itself you know truly apart from it I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I get That's, what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It just made me feel like, like, man, I really did love the Cowboy Bebop movie. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be. Well, let's now let's not forget, like Cowboy Bebop. Like now, granted, there again, homage. Mm-hmm. You look at that scene where, dude, they're fighting on the train. It's straight up Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like they they straight up rotoscoped it. But yeah, still, like I get what you're saying. It's it's like it's like laying in bed with a lover, but thinking about someone else. That's that's what it is, dude. Like I feel like that's, that's a bit far, that's but I best, get you. Yeah, I get you. Like you know, like like while you're cool and all, but also like I'm, like when I, like when at my your mind is somewhere else too. You mean like at your old house where you had the Asuka scroll above yes. your bed so you could look at her while you were laying there I with your loved girlfriend? It, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a scroll, dude. It was a very small fleece blanket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's that's a distinction that needs to be made. Yeah, that way that way when you touch her, yeah. she's soft. But overall, the, the setting it, it does have very settings and all of them to the point of what I saw. I will go ahead and say now that I did not finish it. Uh, so yeah, my score my score will be tentative. Okay. Um, but everything that I did see and I saw up to like episode eight, mm-hmm. um, it all feels incredibly inspired. Like each each place. Uh, for the most part, you can you can draw lines, and if this is your kind of thing, like where you want to draw, like okay, I took inspiration from this, and I see the appeal behind that, I really do. Mm. Um, however, it just it just was a little off putting for me because I, I was thinking you. more about the other stuff than what I was watch- watching, and I really did want to like Cannon Busters. Yeah, I get you. Well, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying, man. The only other thing I would say about the setting is that we do see a little bit of this place called Botica, which is like this big nation that just got mm-hmm. took out. Uh, 
pretty rad, super high tech. They just outlawed magic or whatever. So that's their whole thing. That's a thing with this show that I will say for the story is like they kind of just throw stuff in there. Um, this is the thing I'll get to later. It feels like they tried to push a lot into yes. this. Okay, like, so yeah, I'm glad we're in the story and you did say that because it was based, you know, they were working on a comic mm-hmm. book and this thing does feel very much like the original bit of it was written for a comic. Sure. And not for TV. Yeah, there's there's bits in there where like stuff just kind of happened. Like there's several moments where they never really explain it. You kind of yeah. get an idea of it like, just through context and stuff, mm-hmm. but like they talk a lot about this, this some the New Deal or whatever, yeah. and it's like you, they don't never explain what that is, but you get the feeling later on. It's yeah. like okay, they like outlawed magic or something right, like yeah. that, and then this other person from yeah. some other nation showed up, and then he's like, "You don't remember me? Look at this!" And then he's like, "What you?" And it's like, "Well, tell me, tell yeah. me who it is." <laughs> like there's bits in there where it's kind of like. I, I don't know. But it's fine. I, I mean, personally, I never found it like so yeah. impossible to get through. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think that it's impossible to get through. Uh but I it does feel more like an issue than an episode. I get you. If that makes sense. I get you, I get you. Well, let's talk about the characters in development then. Um let's start with uh our 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 Spike-esque, Vash-esque yeah. he's, dude. He's practically Spike and I would say he's Spike and Gene Starwin. Yeah. together. Okay. Uh, his name's Philly the Kid, which is absurd, and yep. I love it. Uh, he's a real asshole. <laughs> I, oh, I coughed. <laughs> I I do like the names in this show. Like, yeah. I think the names are really creative. Yeah, some of them, they're pretty fun. Uh, but this guy's like a huge dick. He just he's just a total jackass looking out for himself. And you know who can blame him when he's constantly getting murdered? And you yeah. do see some pretty gnarly deaths. This dude was cursed by a witch with immortality. Cursed with immortality because he does die. He does feel pain. He does get hurt very badly, and he feels every one of these deaths. Yeah. But then a few minutes later, he revives. And he's got a new tattoo Back on him with grave. another number. Back from the grave, like Calvin style. Um, but yeah, you do see some pretty gnarly deaths in here. My dude gets crushed. My yeah. dude gets a hole blasted through him. My dude gets dissolved. Yeah, I, I think the illusion is actually made. It's funny that you said Calvin. I think it is made that he. He's a cockroach. cockroach. Yeah. He's a cockroach, yeah. He just keeps coming back for more. Um next up, uh Sam. Yeah, Sam who Barry. I love. I love. Well, so in the in the in the comic she was called Sam Barry. Yeah. In the show she's just Sam. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they they do have some changes in there. But Sam is a just just absurdly friendly robot girl uh, who was the best friend of Botica's Prince Kelby until the king- kingdom was attacked and taken over by some mysterious invading force. She's overtly friendly there are bits where like she will make a new friend and you'll literally see from her point of view a little scroll of faces it's like friend number 72 it just pops up and you see all these other characters she loves her some friends she loves making friends that's her whole point like sam actually stands for something it was like service automaton i don't remember it was like she's there to make friends that's her whole thing Mm -hmm. um she is made to be your best friend and she's so good at it and i love her so much and also she's hiding a secret because in episode one you watch her turn into some kind of death bot for a second yep it's great yep uh that's another thing that happened so episode one no big spoiler here episode one you see her like face open up with a big laser and she's floating about to blast this dude and he's like what a cannon buster and it's like you never tell me what a cannon buster is right what the like you get a little bit of that later on they explain it more in the last few episodes which you haven't seen but they explain it a little bit yeah but never satisfactorily and i I think too that's something like like you can kind of get the idea of what a cannon buster is it's a lot of inference if 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 you've watched a lot of the animes that yeah that this is kind of a, a love Kinda, story too yeah uh you you can probably pull together and get the general gist of what she probably is yeah, this is a weird series you know gun buster and then they had die buster and now it's cannon but i don't even know yeah nah, nah. but uh no you do get a more of an explanation of what exactly that means but it's like they kind of just throw stuff in and then it's like, you know, here's some episodes where we're doing something else and you don't even think about mm-hmm. it. Uh, next up, I do want to talk about this little fucker. Casey Turnbuckle is incredible. Yeah. I love Casey Turn. Casey Turnbuckle is an adorable. Also the same person that uh, voice acted uh, Mamimi from Fooly Cooly. Yeah, dude. Uh, Casey Turnbuckle is an adorable little mechanic robot who is very over enthusiastic when it comes to upgrading and tuning up Bessie, who we're going to talk about in a second. That's the Fadillac baby. Mm-hmm. That big ass Fadillac Bessie. But yeah, Casey's adorable. Casey's super cute. I think 
I think it's either seven or eight where they end up in that uh, junkyard town underneath the floating city. Yeah. That's a big Casey episode. And homie like straight up gets gaslit into almost committing suicide. It's crazy. Yeah. It's an absurd. It's like crazy. Like the levels they go to, like it's so goofy fun. And then it's like, well, this got really serious. out of Yeah. Nowhere. It got very dark or turbo violent. Yeah. At times yeah. it is. That's another thing. This show really threw me off when I first started watching it because it's so goofy, so funny, and then you're literally watching people get holes blown in them. Yeah. It's, like, it yeah. starts. And it starts with him with the big mech killing a dude in the desert and, yeah. like, literally just crushing him in its hands. Like, whoa. That's how it starts. Yeah. I, I, think, ah. I think I would... That's one of the things that I wish they would have emphasized more on hmm. is uh, it, I know, like, we have... You know, like, violence isn't everybody's favorite thing. Sure. But they do, like, this over-the-top violence with this. Yeah. That I feel is kind of sets it apart from Outlaw Star and Trigun and even Cowboy Bebop. Where, yes, there is violence, but it's not like this. Like, this, not, like is, this is over-the-top. This is something different, mm. but it, it just feels like it's just a little extra piece sprinkled in there. It never feels like it's something. Even his, uh, like, his rebirth or whatever. Mm. Like, I feel like that takes a little more of a of it, it does have importance but it takes a little more of a backseat than it should sure i want to really invest and know about this character yeah um so we talked about casey yep. uh the only the, the other main character is the freaking car they're driving in bessie which we've already said yeah big ass pink cadillac uh has a console that's made like an arcade machine you put tokens in turns into a big bull mech it's yeah. rad it's super cool. Casey's in love with it and wants to tune it up and fix its Gatling mm-hmm. gun and shit. It's wild. Uh, there are several other characters that I don't think we have a whole lot of time to get into, but yeah. let's just hit I them mean, real quick. Yeah, we you got, might as well talk about Nine we got and nine. Kelby. Yeah, Nine is a disgraced samurai who gets stronger the more drunk he is, apparently. Uh, we have Prince Kelby, who, again, is the deposed prince of Bodica, who's running around with Odin, former head of the Bodican Royal Guard, uh, and Prince Kelby's sole protector. Now, uh, they're trying to get to... I forget the name of the place. They're trying to get to this place. Place that's like the last like bastion for them that's like they're uh, like a like a fortress kind of thing they're trying to get mm-hmm. to um and that's that's where they're going and um of course sam knows that that's where he uh, would be Gares, is it garris keep garris keep yeah they're trying to uh, sam's trying to get there because she knows that's where kelby would be and lastly i do want to talk a little bit about uh dex who's a badass woman with rayman hands who leads a group of villas as assassins and i only mm-hmm. want to bring up dex because my god this is my biggest problem with the show. They give you this badass lady with the Rayman rocket hands named Dex. They give you Bridge, who's the big buff one. They give you Coin, who's a fucking uh, ninja lady. And you get Manic, who's a badass, crazy yeah. person with an eye patch. And, and, and you, you, you don't get enough of them. No, you you get, get more toward the end, which you haven't seen those episodes, yeah. but you get more. It's not enough. And that's yeah, why the, I really want more. The point where I was, where I was like at episode eight and you barely see anything from these people and they're freaking in the intro. Don't do that. No, you get you get quite a bit more yeah. in the last couple episodes, but it's still like, I want to know more about yeah. them, certainly. I definitely want more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the other ones that uh, we didn't really talk about as much. Uh, just just quick wise. Yeah. I will say that like developmentally, because this is characters and development, I do, I'll say again, it feels like they tried to put too much in 12 episodes. Yep. They give you a lot of characters and not enough time with yeah. them except for, like, your main three. Which is fine, because the main three, like, they make it work. But I do want to know more about these guys. Yeah. Nine is, like, in maybe four episodes. And maybe three, four episodes. And he's, like, a badass I want to know more about. But that said, they try to give you a backstory on him, and it just feels wildly out of nowhere. Because, like, he gets a showdown with another samurai or something, and then it's like... Here's a flashback, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Did he just, did he just murder a child? This feels out of nowhere. When I just saw him drinking a bunch and being funny, what? It just mm-hmm. feels out of nowhere sometimes. Yep, it does. Um, but yeah, I think the show I think I would say is at its best when you see like Philly's trying to teach these robots to be more assertive in this unforgiving wasteland or when they're like getting through a dangerous spot by working together and stuff. But then it tries to force in like a little more with these other side characters. It's just not enough to matter. I yeah. would say. And I think they I think honestly, they would have helped themselves by spending more time on that and less time drawing parallels. Mm. I feel like you're kind of stuck on that point, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm I not am, gonna dude, say it, you're wrong. It, it like, it's just it's what like it's the one thing for sure, and it's a shame because I don't want it to be the one thing that I notice 
or noticed watching, but like that's what I did the whole time was I just thought about, you know, like I, I was just you. spending more time on that than I was the show. And I think it's uh I think it's a disservice to the show. Like yeah. I would like to see them like when they come around, hopefully for another season or something start pulling more into what they have. I don't know, man. I feel like for most of it, it was, it would, there was enough original stuff that it never bothered me. I was just like, this guy is certainly inspired by characters, yeah. but he is his own dude. He's way too much of an asshole. I was, yeah, I don't know. I was up to episode eight and I had not felt that way yet. I don't know, man. Um, let's talk about the art and animation. That's okay. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Nothing all that wild. I said pretty decent. Um, yeah. It's I'm, like, a. You know what I generally what I like about whenever Americans do anime and stuff, mm-hmm. um, it always has its own really really unique feel to it. Hmm. Like you can tell that it's not necessarily anime, but it it's like Teen Titans for for example. Okay, we'll go Teen Titans because that was heavily inspired by Fooly Cooly. Yeah, they would like literally go watch this before you work on the show. But it feels it yeah it feels like Teen Titans has its own. It's got its own. It's Glenn its own esque yeah. yeah. Um, where is this one? Feels I'm not gonna say that other than character designs. Uh, you know, obviously I can give the whole parallel spill there, but it just feels it feels flatly anime. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not bad. It's very clean, but it's like where I would put like a mid grade anime. Sure, not not in you know not impressive, but not offensive to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's, it's good. The, the, like no one's ever woefully off model or mm-hmm. anything. I'd say most of the time the animation's pretty kind of whatever. Yeah. But there are some scenes, particularly during the fight scenes, that it's pretty sick. Particularly the last couple episodes, they get into some cool stuff. Uh, there's a bit where like Nine, who again is a crazy drunken samurai, is slicing bullets out of the air because of course yeah. he is. He's a drunken samurai and it's badass. And once again, so that, that violence is very very over the top. There's uh, good chunks of gore in here too. Yeah, it gets a they, little They bit animate that stuff pretty well too. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like disgustingly like you don't look at it and you're not really disgusted. You'll see some blood, yeah. though. But you will see some guts, and it is kind of fun. Yeah. How about that music and soundtrack, big boy? I liked it. I, I liked thought it, it was the best part of the show. Yeah, me too. I um, thought the opener was really good. Yeah. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, the first time I watched the intro, I was kind of like, this seems kind of like, kind of chill for like the action that I'm looking mm-hmm. at. But I thought like after the first, after like, two more listens i'd never skip the intro i was really yeah into no it. i thought it was a good song um i really like the outro too super yeah. chill the uh, great. i i really that song like has the, been stuck in my head for weeks dude i like the interstitial music whatever yeah. stuff the, is happening yeah it's awesome there's like uh like 10 finger taps and stuff going on it works. like yeah they're, they're shredding there's all sorts of like beats in the background uh the sound effects are freaking fun um I I I thought the music was by far the the strongest part of this show. Yeah, I would like, agree with you. It, it feels part. the music, if anything, feels like it is there. They they really put some time and thought into designing an original soundtrack. Yeah, dude, uh, I'm into it a lot. Uh, and I last I checked, those songs still weren't on Spotify. I'm gonna have to look them up again. Yeah, oh, I'm on it. Um, let's get on to the Genesee Quoi. Yeah. I feel like we we already. Yeah, you I know, think so. I feel like we busted our load a little bit early with the Genesee Quoi. Yeah. Early with the Genesee Quoi, but um, you got anything else to add to it? Uh, uh, not really. It's what I would say is that if if you are very into like picking out things and like, oh, this is what inspired that. This is what inspired that, and you're really knowledgeable about stuff like this. It if that's your sort of thing, you probably will like this, and mm. it's worth checking out. Also, I think if you've never seen uh, classics like Trigun, Outlaw Star, and Cowboy Bebop, stuff like that, I think you should watch this. You'd probably really enjoy it and then go back and watch those. Mm, maybe. Um, that's that's how I would suggest doing that. Sure. Because it, it, it definitely draws plenty of inspiration, of course, but it never feels as good as any of those. Mm-hmm. It needs It needs work. Um, and one other thing that I will say is the English voice acting is rough. It's it's very stiff. I uh, would switch to the Japanese audio yeah. if you can. So that's what I did for the first few episodes. And then mm-hmm. later on, I kind of back and forth with it. And I eventually landed on doing the English audio with the subtitles. Because mm-hmm. mostly I was switching back and forth to just see, well, how did they say that line or that line? And in the last half of it, 
I was way better with the with the English audio. I will say mm-hmm. that like the first episode or two, I was kind of like, I, I don't know. It feels stiff. It, it felt weird. Yeah, it felt, it felt like there were a lot of young uh, young talent, like not very experienced talent on Maybe. the on the show. And I think that's totally fine. I'm not gonna knock them for that. Start Everybody has to start somewhere. Uh, they did have at least one voice actress that was, you know, is known been for. There. Yeah. Um, I would only say for mine, uh, I'm just going to read what I wrote here. Uh, I just put down, this is obviously a passion project and it is a joy for me to basically watch some, some anime nerds get to live their dream. Um, in that there is a lot to love, but again, I'll say it does feel like they seem to force a bit. There's a lot of characters, not enough time to truly enjoy any of them. Um, and the constant allusions to other anime and stuff I never felt like it was overdone, but I can very easily see how someone would feel that way, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, that said, I do want more. I very desperately yeah. want to know more about this nine guy because he's badass. I want to know more about what's happening with the prince, what's going to happen with this person or that person. I want to know more about those freaking villains, Bridge and Coin and Manic and Dex, the 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 four like assassins. They're freaking cool. Yeah, they definitely deserved more screen time. Yeah, you do get more of it in the last couple yeah. episodes, as I said, but, I mean, yeah, I do I do definitely yeah. want more more. I feel um, I feel like on a timeline like that... I also that, just want to see that dude die some more, because he has some ridiculous deaths in this Yeah, thing. he does. It's nuts. I feel like on a timeline, like, you know, 12 episodes or whatever, it, you it really seems, need yeah. to be throttling it to, to establish these characters, yeah. and we're getting one shots, you know, right at the beginning. Like, put this up against something. I know these are totally different, but mm-hmm. what? Promise Neverland had twelve episodes. I was, I was gonna say, um, uh, uh, oh shit, Kappa Show. Uh, Sarah's on my. Sarah's on my. Sarah's on my had twelve. Yeah, and like that one, very deeply managed to develop these characters to a point that, like, I haven't watched that in months. I still can tell you exactly who's yeah. who and what's what. But like again, smaller cast. And this one felt like it was. It's trying very hard to be this big epic. Yeah, thing. it's trying to be bigger. It's than trying it, to be huge. Yeah, and it's 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 a big story. You don't have that much room to do it in. That's yep. the problem. Um, but overall, I felt like it was fine. And I think yeah. you want to get onto the scores. Yeah, let's go ahead and get on. All to right. It. So, how did you feel about the story and setting? I gave it a one. I gave it a one and a half. Okay. Uh, how about the characters and development? I gave them a one as well. I went one on that one. I feel like the development was not really there for most of them. Art and animation? I gave it a one, right in the middle. Gave it a one. Uh, music and soundtrack? I gave it a 1.5. Solid two for me, dude. I Solid love two. that intro and outro. Uh, je ne sais quoi? I, I gave it a one. I gave it a one and a half. And I think this is really where you know I could deviate on some pointage here mm-hmm. whenever I finish it. Yeah. Is, you know, like I didn't want to give it zero. No. Because I think there is something there for people. Mm-hmm. It just... At least at the time and where I was and where when we were watching it, it wasn't there for me. And I hope that that does change. And I hope you know if we get Cannon Buster season two, I'll be more than happy to review it as well. And and not finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I will finish it. I'll get through. I I still want to get through this. Okay, but I have other things that but does like, it does it does, answer honestly. Does it feel like it's going to be a chore for you? I think it'll feel less of a chore right now. It does feel like a chore. Because I have so much other stuff that I really feel like I need to be watching. Yeah. Because I'm behind on virtually everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, there's not going to be a lot in the what have you yeah, been watching. This, this from show Roger isn't, at all. This, this show isn't Oh Maidens, and it's not Demon Slayer, that is for <laughs> sure. Um, you know, like those, those I feel are pressing. But once I get some of the stuff out of my way, yeah, I would love to sit back. Because I do like the fact that. You know, uh, as opposed to a lot of the anime we reviewed, this does have a dub. And though I wasn't, you know, perfectly keen on it, it's something that I can have a lunch or something to yeah. watch an episode through. Yeah, to like, yeah, put all your focus on. Yeah, it. yeah. The what's that bring your total to, boy? That takes me to a five point five, dude. I am right in the middle of an anime. Maybe that's a seven for me. So that's a low end, most definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yep. All right. Very cool. Very so cool. that's Cannon Busters. Please let us know what you thought about yeah. it, good buddies. I'd love to. I'd love to hear more opinions. I've read yeah. some stuff about people talking about it and how they felt, and it's been mostly positive, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah. Uh, but I'd love. I'd love to hear some more opinions. I, I would love to hear people too, like from like across the pond, like in uh, in the UK and stuff, what they think about anime coming out in an area that isn't Japan. Sure. Like, like you know, like how do you feel about an American doing an anime? 
You know, I I, I kind of like I like that conversation. Yeah, sure. Because I think it can be done well, and it doesn't have to be in Japan to to hit the criteria to be an an anime. But mostly, we're just sorry we missed you for so long. Good buddies. Yeah. It has been a very it feels good. Long, feels good to be home. <laughs> feels good to be back. Feels good to be talking. I I haven't got to really do much of anything on the channel. Yesterday was also my first time to record the Let's Play in all this time too. Yeah, nine so, straight hours, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. We went Wee. for nine freaking hours. One single game, baby. Oh God. <laughs> what what was it? Silent Hill three. God. Getting ready for Halloween. Good lord. Um, all right. But yeah, next week. Ooh, Here I got, comes. We got a good one for you. I've been waiting. Here comes Daddy's I've favorite. I've been waiting, and there is a dub of it, and I'm so excited to check that out. Too. Yeah, I already slammed through all of it, me and Miguel. Oh, my God. We're talking about Care on Tuesday, the part first one. part. Yes, the first part. Yeah, first 12 episodes, I can't episodes, believe right? we get to talk about it twice. Uh, it's uh. going to be great. But yeah, uh, Care on Tuesday, of course, we talked about it before on our rambles yeah. and whatnot. It's one that has been in Netflix jail. Uh, it was, Ro- Roger, it was, uh, Roger uh, got a little bit uh, I, I off a, the high I seas. I got a little, a little, a little, little bit. taste. A little, little taste of it off yeah, the high seas. But uh, I said I wanted to wait till it was actually out because we knew it was in Netflix jail. Mm-hmm. And it dropped. Uh, me and my girlfriend watched it. Uh, we slammed through it in like two days. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot it's and I can't wait to talk cute. about it it's very cute and you know what I say hit me with that cute you shit you do say that man you gotta hit me with that cute shit baby alrighty good buddies please check out the links in the description below hit us up you can find all sorts of places to talk to us like our twitter at the of good course. buddy tgb hey. underscore anime pod <laughs> Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a while. Please We're subscribe gonna have to the, the channel. It helps us out. Totally. We'll have the full plugs at the end of the ramble, which will be on a, another episode on yep. the YouTube. But yeah, all the links are in the description below. Thank you. Shout out to our good buddy Haas for yeah. our closing theme that you're going to hear mm, on the YouTube. The if you're li- good. Yeah, the buddy's good. That's Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. All one word, right? Yep. Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. That's our good buddy Haas for the buddy's good. Uh, of course, if you're listening to the podcast version, this is going to make no sense. We're going to go straight into the ramble. But... Uh, we're gonna go ahead and bust on into it. Yeah, please, uh, please let us know what you thought in the comments. Well, yeah. we definitely the best place to talk to us. And I know over the past all of this hectic stuff that you're gonna hear about in the ramble. Yeah, uh, I know that I have been kind of laxed on replying to comments. Is lax the right word? I think it is. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Lackadaisical. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't got back to everybody. I know some of you guys left some comments, so I apologize. I did at least try to throw a thumbs up and a heart on them. To acknowledge that, hey, I do see you guys, but uh, I tried to put some update videos on, too, of what was going on. But we'll, we'll get more into that into the ramble. Uh, thank you so much, good buddies. It's great to be back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll continue on in the ramble, which you'll probably hear tomorrow. Or if you're watching this at a later date, you can listen to it immediately after. Yeah, man, that's how time works. Yeah. But thank you so much. Bye-bye. I love you, good buddies. Goodbye. And we're in the ramble. Okay. All right. Let's start. You tell me about your... We've had a... I feel like we've gotten all of our bad luck out yeah. of the way for the next, like, God, I hope so. Because year. even you were getting it, too, dude. Dude, like, yeah. I, I had a rough one, man. It was a lot of job stuff, a lot of other stuff. Uh, the big one was... Um, uh, dad has been in and out of the hospital, so that was really rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got pretty, pretty scary for a yeah. minute. But he is back home. He's eating. He's moving around. So we think he's going to be okay. That first week that we didn't record, we missed three weeks, I believe. Yeah, solid three weeks. The first week, I think your dad was in and out of the hospital. My mother was in. I was going up through that week. I was working and then going to the hospital. And by the time it got Friday rolled around, like, holy crap, I am exhausted. Yeah, dude. It's been rough. Because I'm back to the job now. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, I was able to mention that last time we recorded, but... And then, um, of course, you had the fun experience of having a uh, fucking tree rip all yeah. the electricity yeah. out of your goddamn. So house. then, the, the next week on on that <laughs> oh, Thursday, boy. okay. So I did record that, that a video Thursday, about, yeah. And and Corey, uh, me and Corey recorded a, a few episodes for the Let's Play. I forgot about doing that, and then he left. And about thirty minutes later, my whole house started shaking. I was in here by Hell myself. Yeah. My girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend was at work. You're uh, like, oh God, it's yeah. Jesus, it was real. <laughs> and you know, like whenever whenever we record, we turn the AC off so we don't get all that nasty noise in the in the background. Um so the house was already kind of hot, and I was just trying to sit there cool down after recording. Um mm-hmm. and then the whole house shakes, all the lights are are flickering like crazy. 
The TVs are coming on and off. Uh, appliances are beeping all over the place. The animals are freaking out. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Uh, so I walk to the back and I open the window and a tree from the neighbor's yard has come down, grabbed our power line and our internet line, any cable that we had hanging across our yard. And we have quite a lengthy gone, backyard. Gone. Yeah, it just hit it, pulled it down. The uh, the breaker the just ripped out of the yeah, side the of your house. Yeah, the breaker was just straight ripped off the side of our house, just <laughs> laid across our back porch and the yard. Um there was a like a scent of something burning, which was concerning. Yeah, terrifying. Um, I'm sure. So I start running through the house, like turning off every power strip, unplugging anything I can get to. Yeah, dude. Um, and the only thing aside from like having to pay our deductible or whatever, we lost some shingles, we lost some siding on the house, mm-hmm. um, and a whole lot of time. But our our dryer, thankfully, was the only thing that blew. Oh God. Um. That could have been worse. Yeah, could have it could have so been much worse. It could have been the 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 computer that I literally just got. Yeah, that's like that gigantic monstrosity of an apple. So thankfully, it was just our dryer, and we were able to get that repaired. We are still having stuff repaired. Yeah, to this dude. day, there we still haven't got all the siding up on our house. Good lord. Um, and oh my god, it was like three or four days without any power in the Texas heat in the middle of the summer. <laughs> It was miserable. The birds were like, like we were very concerned about the birds. Yeah, because Paco doesn't transport well. No, uh, he doesn't. He's old and he he doesn't like doing that. And he freaks the fuck out. Uh, we were bite able your to. Off. Yeah, we were able to get Millie uh, to the hotel room because our insurance bought us a hotel. Oof. Um, and our neighbors were nice enough to. It was their tree, and it wasn't their responsibility to to do this either. But they were very helpful, and they're like, hey. Uh, we got a long extension cable. Go ahead and you can run that into your house so you can have some fans and stuff on in there. That's nice. Uh, yeah, which was really, really awesome. I'm super grateful for them doing that. Shout out to uh, the neighbors. Yeah, shout out to the neighbors. Uh, <laughs> it was their tree, but it also was a living tree, so it really wasn't their fault. Yeah, that's what. How did it, that even happen? I don't happen? know. I'm I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was a pecan tree, so maybe the pecans got too damn heavy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe them nuts was too damn big. They got them big nuts. Got them fat <laughs> them nuts. Big nuts. Them big fat um, nuts. But God dang, it was an ordeal. And then immediately after that, Cat got sick. And then you got sick. Yeah. And then right after, so like right after Cat started getting better, Friday rolls around, and I I think on Wednesday or Thursday I start feeling it. Friday I definitely feel sick. Yeesh, dude. Uh, and I had been working this whole time, and I messaged Brandon. I was like, hey, dude. Let's um, take one more week. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I was open to recording, but I really, I was like, I think Brandon should know because Kat got sick, yeah, and dude. then I got immediately sick after her, so it could be something yeah. that I picked up from and, her. And I was just like, dude, it's cool. Dad's back in the hospital. Yeah. Oh God. It was uh, like we. It's it's been it's been back to back to back hell weeks. Yeah, it has. And on top of all that, like I'm back at the new job, and I am not adjusting to this new schedule well. It's gonna be okay, baby. It's you're hard. Make it. You're ho- you're stronger I, I, than that I, job. I am gonna make it, and I, you know I'm not I haven't been late to work or anything like that. I just feel very worn out. Roger, you are stronger than that job. I believe I, in you. I hope so. There is a lot of stuff. I've been there for almost a month now, dude, and I feel like I have done nothing but sort cards. <laughs> it's bad. Oh boy, it's so bad. I look oh, at a trade boy, binder oh, and I'm like, why is this card in here? It is 48 cents. That's really great. Why does it have a sticker on it that says four dollars? People are dumb. Yeah, they can't help it. You got, you got to check them. It's stressful and it's tiring, but we're here. We made gotta, it this week. You got to do it like freaking what your butt does it and just have a box full of cards and then okay, you want the like pick them out. Okay, you want these ones? Cool. Let me just look up all the prices real quick. Mm-hmm. Duke, 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 Duke. That's ten dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I what I started doing is uh, as I'm sorting through things, I just went ahead and got that TCG player app. And I'm Hell just yeah, dude! Scanning it. Hell yeah, dude! I'm like I can't. I wait. Does it let you just point the camera at the cards? Yeah. Oh, I need that shit. Yeah, it's I awesome. need that shit bad. It's, it's free, and it'll just give you the market price, and then you can click on it and look at more listings or whatever. Dude, but I'm about to put my whole fucking collection. Yeah, up. but forever <laughs> I was just I was just typing on. I was trying to get to the condition exactly Mercy. because I like to be as fair as I can with it before I mark it up a little bit for the store. Ain't none of these shits near mint. Yeah, and. <laughs> And I got to the point where I was like, fuck it. We're just market price right now, so I know what to put in this damn binder. 
Just going or boxes or cases. I did buy a Sliver Queen. That was exciting. Ooh. Yeah. What'd that run you? Uh, Discount? Well, I didn't. No, I didn't buy it. I bought it for the store. Okay. I have only bought a couple of cards from there for us. A Fist of Suns. Uh, I gotta bought have, that. Gotta have a fist. Yeah, I bought the what's his name? Uh, Envoy of Ghosts. Uh, God, Karlov. Oh, t- uh, well, Taste Envoy of Ghosts. Karlov of the Ghost Council. Karlov of the Ghost Council. There we go. Yeah, love me a Karlov. Yeah, and then this is MTG Talk. Welcome yeah. to MTG Talk. It's a podcast Magic's within gathering. a podcast. My, my friends got me back into playing this damn game, and I'm about spending mono, my money on it again. Let me tell you about this mono blacklist I just built <clears> and uh, probably gonna need to mess with because it feels like it's gonna kill me real quick. Uh, yeah, it's it's. it's <laughs> It's what? It's it's uh Kirik or whatever his name is. You I'm gonna die immediately. It's it's so much life. It's so much life and I'm not gaining enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um yeah, dude, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I wanna build the Pramicon or whatever. Pamanomenon? Pramic Pramicom, I think is his name. I the don't know Sky what... Rampart, the wall, the Oh, the wall thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well go uh, that that's it for MTG talk. Thanks thanks for joining yeah. us. Um I if guess you, I'll if ask you, you if our good buddies want to hear us <laughs> talk yeah, about you, Magic the Gathering hear for a while. Magic the Gathering, you play. You know, you want us to talk, tell you what kind of decks we have. We we'll will. do. We'll do that for uh, for our next <laughs> April Fools. Why not? We, we, we all do anything we all have this a year. good time with our decks. We all build differently, and it's love, a love lot to, of fun. Love to whip out my fat dick. Yeah, my big fat dick. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I guess, oh, dude. Boy. Have you been watching anything? I've watched a lot of stuff. You can go ahead and not ask me because the answer is no. Yeah, I know you haven't watched Jack shit, dude. I will. Um, I'm not gonna talk about too much because I know you haven't watched anything. I don't want to spoil anything for you. But um, the big ones, uh, I'm all caught up on Vinland Saga. Okay, it's fucking rad, fucking sick. Uh, I'm all caught up on. Um, let's see. Well, of course, the stupid, stupid Verve app signed me out. I hate this. Damn Dude, thing. it did it to me too. I, it I clicked every, back on to see what I was. It's missing every time out on. I like. If I'm on the PlayStation, it's fine. And then if I log in on my phone to look at something or watch something while I'm on the go, it'll log me out of the PlayStation and then vice versa. So it's impossible. Uh, but yeah, I'm all caught up on. Let's see for sure on Funimation. We got ones within. Caught up on that. Uh, on the dub anyway, because now it's off the simul dub. It's fine. I'm into it. I'm still into it. Uh, it's they really. They really overdo the thing where like they'll be talking, it's like me and you talking, blah blah blah, and then it just cuts to me like looking really serious with a white background. I guess that is true. And then it cuts back to normal, like just mm-hmm. you and me talking. They overuse that so fucking much. It's absurd. They did it like eighteen times in one goddamn episode. It's getting a little absurd, but uh, that show's fine. Uh, what's the other one that's on Funimation? Astra, Lost Astra, in Space. Holy shit, Astra's over? It was fucking rad. I was into it. I will Astra say... Astra's over? Astra's done. Okay. It got very convoluted. It got pretty hard to to keep up with, because there was the whole mystery of, what's this, why did this happen, who's a traitor, et cetera, et cetera. And then there was a whole like separate thing I'm not even going to mention, because it would be a huge spoiler for you, and it was like, what? And then their explanation was, well, this happened, this happened, but what about this, this? And it's like... None of what you said makes sense. And then the explanation for it is very, I think, dumb. Okay. But it works. It's dumb, but it works. It's fine. I really enjoyed that show. Uh, yeah, the last episode was like a good like 45 minutes, like the first one. Nice. It's rad. I think, uh, we'll, think we'll probably have to hit that one on a review soon. Yeah, slam that one, dude. Slam through it. Uh, I, I'm not I very far off. I'm like on the yeah, seventh man. episode or something. Uh, Dr. Stone I'm caught up on, although there should be a new episode today, so I haven't seen that one. We record these on Friday. Sorry. Um, Demon Slayer, holy shit. Just holy know, shit. Dude. dude, holy shit. Get on that holy shit. Yeah. Demon Slayer is amazing. Um, Given just finished last night. Uh, Ended up being pretty good? I like Given a lot. I like it a lot. I was, I like it a whole, whole lot. I will say that, like, it spends a lot of time being, like, a kind of, um, like, just a show about the band and stuff and, like, what's going to happen. You don't get mm-hmm. that much music in the show. The opening and intro, uh, the out- intro and outro are very, very good. I like them a lot. There's one scene where they're, like, actually at, uh, there's one bit where, like, they're jamming out and it's pretty cool, but it's just instrumental. And then there's a scene where they're actually at a show performing and it's incredible. And that motherfucker, like, the, it was very intense because the whole thing is, like, dude uh they basically like the guy who like for sure main dude's gonna end up boning like the, they're the two main characters mm-hmm. for sure they're gonna end up together like doing one of these um yeah i'm like po- i'm like taking my two <laughs> yeah, and poking crossing into swords other. dude crossing swords over here for sure they're gonna end up doing one of them i um, think it's crossing streams and then sword fighting yeah dude um <laughs> but what yeah. about docking 
Jesus. Th- those two, uh, basically, like, the one dude who was, like, soup, like didn't wasn't in the band at all, and they brought him in, and he's, like, for sure going to end up in a romance with this other guy. Uh, his whole thing was they had the song. It was all good to go. Dude wrote a song, blah de blah but he had no lyrics, and dude was supposed to come up with the lyrics. And it's a very intense scene where, like, they're talking about the lyrics and he's like, well, look, we'll just do some instrumental bits. Like it's right before they're going to go on stage. And he's like, we'll just do the instrumental song. Cause whatever. He's like, what? No, I, I, I can do it. He's like, I thought you, I thought you believed me. I thought you said you thought I could do it. It's like, well, obviously you couldn't. And like, there's a huge bit and he's like grabbing his guitar and the string breaks. It's very intense. And then dude like runs across the street and gets more strings and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they get on the fucking stage. That motherfucker breaks it down and leaves everything on the stage. And it's the, it's fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. And then there's more show. Um, it's really good. I like Given a lot. Okay. Given's very good. It's only 11 episodes. If you can deal with a boy's love, if you can deal with some dudes who are for sure gonna fuck, and you're cool with that, please, by all means, check it out. Yeah. I'm super into it. I loved it. I thought it was really great. I will say, this is a thing that we can talk about with Carolyn Tuesday. Carolyn Tuesday, every episode is a different song title, which I thought was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Given. Carolyn Tuesday has much better taste in music. Yeah. Uh, Given is fine, but we've got stuff like The Reason by Hoobastank. It's, oh, the no. Reason is the, is the title of the song. Found a reason for me. But, but, okay. It's a lot of, so there's like Arctic Monkeys and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like actually a CD in like episode one. He's like looking at it. And if you pause it, you can see they changed the name of all the titles. So they're close, but not the same. Uh, it's pretty cute. Um, but like they've got the like, like apes of, or something. <laughs> yeah. They got like, uh, one of the songs is, um, uh, oh hell. What is it? By Muse. Um, time is running out. Fine. Yeah. I'm into Muse. Uh, there was one, the last episode episode 11, I thought was very cool. was song two. Okay. By blur. Sure. Episode 10, I was like, come on, guys. You can't do this to me. Because the episode episode 9 ends, and it's like, you know, preview episode 10 is just a still shot or whatever. It says the title, Wonderwall. Fuck off. Oh, no. <laughs> Haven't we done enough? But hey, no. Anyway, this is Wonderwall. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how that episode should have started. But no, I really like that show. It's very fun. Uh, still, the best thing on the fucking app right now is... Is of course O Maidens in your Savage Season. Roger, you have to catch yeah. up on this immediately. I, I, my God, I can't tell that you. That and Demon Slayer are like the highest on my priority list right now. I can't, I can't right tell now. you anything, and it's killing me. Okay. We can't talk about it at all. But holy shit, it is taking so many turns. Somebody gets punched the fuck out, and I can't <gasps> even tell you about it. It's amazing. Oh, like just straight up. Have to watch. Somebody gets the somebody gets the WMD, bro. I'm gonna it's have to great. watch that first because I. I oh have a God. certain somebody that I would love to see oh, get punched. It's a fucking great show. It's a really good show, and it is uh, it is serious. It is hard to watch at times, and it is so fucking funny. I do love it. It's the best thing, man. It's my favorite. It It is this season, Sarah's on my for me. It's fucking incredible, and I love it. Uh, other stuff I watched, I got to tell you, I think I'm out on Fire Force. Yeah, I think Fire Force went a little too far for me because there's a thing I told you about this a little bit, but I'll tell you it on the podcast. There's a thing with Fire Force where it has a habit of really doing nothing or grossly mm-hmm. misusing its female characters, like to the point that we have this one character who is literally a nun and she's pretty much only there for to like look sexy. Like she's pouring water on herself while she's wearing a white robe, which is like some kind of ritual, obviously, yeah. because it's a whole, you know, fire it's church like, thing. Like she's kind of like, like she... all you see is like just it's purely there so you can get the clingy. You see every crevice yeah. on her with this robe being. She's kind of like I know you're not familiar with High School DxD, but there is like yeah. a nun esque. There's a uh, priest character. And she's just there to be super. Her name sexy. is Ossia. No, she actually well, she is super. She does the whole super sexy thing. Okay. Or whatever, she, you know, you definitely see it in boobies and stuff. But Jesus. she's also, that's what that show does well, is that it is very over the top with the fan service, but all the characters are super awesome. I get you. So yeah, that one, like, I that's the thing is like. They never feel like they're just there for the fan service. I, I get you. But it's like, say. that's the thing with the nun character in particular, I feel like really is just there for the fan service and to get saved. Like, she doesn't do anything else. She's just the damsel who's mm-hmm. super hot. And she's a nun. Like, come on. Yeah. They save Ossia one time. You don't and sexualize then, yeah. a nun. 
I mean, obviously you do, but you don't. Um, the other thing was like, you got the the super strong girl who's a real badass, but she is constantly shit on for being badass. And it's like, it would be one thing if like people said, oh, she's so strong. What an ogre. And like, she actually had some kind of development with that. Like, how does she feel about that? But it's always just used as a joke, like a one-off like, haha, and yeah. now we're done. And it kind of bums me out. But the two most egregious things were, we have a character who is a straight up villain. I don't think you've seen these episodes, so I won't get too spoilery, but you have a character who is a straight up villain. This is the guy with the smoke? No, it's a it's a lady. Okay, it's a lady character who is a straight up villain, and you, of course, she. The I mean, if I have to, if saying the villain gets beaten by the hero is a spoiler, then fuck okay. me. But literally, our hero guy beats her. Literally has to beat some sense into her. So that's a thing that happens. It's like okay, fine, because she's a villain. I guess it's fine. That doesn't really bother me. But then, like almost immediately, she's like feeding him food while he's laying back in a lounge chair in the next episode and it's like okay so it's slowly just so this is like a shonen super cool superpower anime but it is just his harem is what's happening that's what's happening that is what's happening and then like the the most the worst worst one was we have the character you've seen who uh is fan service mm-hmm. the character who she has a thing where part of her power is what she calls the lucky lucky lecher lure which is a thing where, like, she's constantly tripping into people and her tits end up on them and stuff, which is done to absurdity. It is done to absurdity because, like, she trips into our dude the first time they meet, and it's so ridiculous that her tits are all up on him, and also his pa- hands ended up in her pants grabbing her butt. Now, that shouldn't be possible, but it is what happened. And if it were, if they were to tell me, haha, that's satire, like, if we're making fun of that, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But you can't tell me you're making fun of it when you're doing the exact same thing. It doesn't. Right. That doesn't feel right. The worst thing about it, though, is that that very character, there's another character she's super into, and we literally watch her get the shit beat out of her by them. And it's not a fight. If it was a fight where these two are fighting, that's one thing. But it's not. It's her just getting the shit kicked out of her and getting punched and getting beaten to the ground while saying, what's happening? Why is this happening? And... It would be one thing if it was, okay, a fight. It would be another thing if it was just her getting beaten up. It is entirely another thing that is very hard for me to cotton with when it's her getting beaten up and still her ass is always to the camera so you get the panty shots. Okay. You can't yeah. you can't beat the shit out of this woman and tell me this is serious <clears throat> yeah. and also look how hot she is. Kind of kind of fuck off. I felt like... I'm kind of done. I felt like Fire Force, like I wasn't adamant about watching it, yeah. even from the beginning. Uh, because there were other things this season, like Demon Slayer, yeah, and also uh, Doctor Stone, yeah, that I was just way more interested in, yeah. I, I, and it felt like whenever I watched it, dude, it just made me want to watch. Or just like I watched it, and I was like, God, I wish My Hero Academia was here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Like that's the thing is like I don't want to hate this show, mm-hmm. but I think I do now. <laughs> Okay. Like, I really, it's still, the animation's still incredible. The yeah. story is decent, but it's just the constant shitting on of every lady character it in the just, show. just the I think three I'm or done. four episodes that I'd seen, like, it just didn't do enough to pull yeah, me in. Yeah. No, I get you. But it, it, well, it's the same because it's all the people who did Soul Eater. And I know that people love Soul Eater. Yeah, dude. And I, I watched Soul Eater. I thought it had some really interesting stuff, but. Never in a thousand years would I put it anywhere near one of my favorite animes. I get you. But yeah, that's that's basically... I think that's pretty much what I've been mm-hmm. watching. I feel like I watched something else that I can't think of right now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, me, I said me and my girlfriend watched all of Carol on Tuesday. Yeah. Boy, that'll be fun to talk about next week. Yeah. But yeah, I think Let's that's sing about them it. songs, dude. Hell the Loneliest yeah, Girl. Can you feel my... Can, can you, you feel, feel my... You feel my I really like like all the other songs too. They're so fucking yeah, good. they are. They're really good, dude. What did you think about the little film bot? The little film bot was an asshole. He's I knew so immediately. <laughs> I love I love the owl, and I also love that they yeah. have a real Instagram, and I do follow them, of course. <laughs> it's freaking great. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's about that. Do we have any questions, any anime news? Mm-mm, not that I, feel I like know. like I had of. a story and then I don't remember what it was, so fuck it, whatever. But um, yeah, man, yeah, I this feel is like... Yeah, just a coming back into... Baby, it's been, a, it's been a while, baby. Yeah, yeah feels, it has. Feels good to be back, it does. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about some more anime. Got a whole season coming up. Yeah, dude. Got that My Hero Academia coming up. We're going to have to figure out how we want to do 
Like, are we going to go for the full breakdown show like we did before? Oh, are we gonna... I don't think we can. I, I, I don't think we can, but I think we can still do something sim. I think we can find a spot between both worlds. Yeah, I feel like maybe we do like a uh, like mid-season, like just an episode about what's been happening on MHA yeah. or something. Even, yeah, even like, like, a... like depending on how many episodes we could cut it into a quarter or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Because I think... It is still definitely worth talking about. Yeah, dude. Of course. And I want to talk about it. And I don't want to just talk about it in the ramble. I want to have, you know, thoughts to go out. Yeah, you got to, got to. But um, I think there's a lot of people we could reach through that anime, too. Oh, there's going to be a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. But um, you got anything else to talk about, man? Or are we good to go? Uh, I don't think so, dude. Just, you know, life. Excited to be back. Uh, excited for next week. Carol on Tuesday. Such an amazing show. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, I actually have not seen the last couple of episodes that are in the first part. So. And you get to see him uh, got, dubbed. You're gonna watch yeah. the whole thing dubbed. Yep. Or, Hell I'm gonna, yeah, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the full go. I want oh, I want to know what it's like. Couldn't couldn't get through all the cannon busters in three weeks, but he's gonna slam this one in a couple days. All right, man. Well, <laughs> I think I think you would have to acknowledge know, that there's no, a no. difference both, between the two. We both had some shit. Yeah. I'm with you, but. Well, love, I mean, even you. even whenever I'm talking about the anime, dude, you're talking like, about the the quality of the show. Yes. Between the two, I feel like you're being a little hard on Cannon Busters, honestly. Uh, not that hard, dude. It's I Carol feel like you're Tuesday being a hard. compared to Carol Car- Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday is very good. I, I I will admit, like I definitely. I'm not got, comparing it to Fire Force. I definitely slammed through <laughs> Carol and Tuesday faster yeah. than the other one, but mostly because I was watching with my girl and she was like, "Do you want to come over and watch it?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" But um, I don't know, man. Oh, it's a very good show, dude. It is a very good show. It's certainly a good show. Anyway, anyway, let's get on to the plugs. Uh, throwing them off the Thunderdome. So. Uh, thank you for listening obviously our good buddies we thank you so much we're glad to be back and we're glad to have you back and it's just good to all mm-hmm. be together it's, doesn't it feel good to be together again it does it really does and if you have any opinions on all the stuff we talked about or want to tell us what you've been watching or have any recommendations for us literally any of that maybe tell me I'm wrong about Fire Force tell me that like the last couple episodes that I did not watch are so so good and I will check it out again I will I'll, maybe I'll try to finish this season I don't know yeah. but tell me how it feels tell me tell me all the stuff and if you want to tell us all the stuff, there's a number of ways to do that. Easiest one, obviously, if you're watching this or listening to this on the YouTube, uh, which, again, is Rapid Kick Media, if you're not, uh, you can leave us a comment. While you're at it, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Subscribe so we can ding your dong. Ring that bell. And we'd really appreciate it. Um, obviously, you also have the uh, Twitter page, TGB underscore Anime Pod. We have the Facebook group, The Good Buddies Anime uh, Universe uh, on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like facebook.com slash group slash good buddies and the good buddies anime universe. Yep. And we also have the Tumblr page, which is dead and zombified, the goodbuddies.tumblr.com. And as I always say, those things all have different names. I believe in you and your your methods of get finding them. Uh, beyond that, of course, you may be listening to the uh, podcast version of the show. And if you're not, you can do that in a number of places. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We are on Podbean. Yep. We're on the Stitcher. Mm-hmm. We are on Podcast Addict. That's what I use. We're pretty much everywhere except Spotify yep. because they're not good enough for us. I'm pretty sure I could get us on Spotify by now. I just have oh not god, made the Oh my god, can you? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I have not oh, made the so effort. Oh, it's so bad. No, I don't. I, I don't care. But it's fine. Um, but yeah, any of those places you can hit us up, check us out, leave a comment. Anywhere you can leave a comment. If it says the Good Buddies anime review or anime podcast, we will find it in all likelihood. And we'll. if you got a question for us, we'll read it on the show. We love doing questions. Uh, beyond that, we do, of course, want to give a shout out to our Good Buddies Married with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. the Mary Janes, for the mm-hmm. use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. Now, they are on Spotify because they're just so fucking cool but that track is so many as well as so many other hot fire tracks are only available on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com again that's marriedwithseamonsters marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com we also want to again give a shout out to our buddy Haas for the use of our closing theme on the YouTube portion of the review that's the buddy the buddy's good that's Thomas Tastes Better uh, for Haas and of course let's give a shout out to our good buddy a petty theft That is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti theft for the use of our closing theme song, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, that's Papetti theft on SoundCloud and Twitter. Papetti theft. And I think that about rounds it out for us, big boy. You got one to take us out on? Because uh, I sure as hell don't. I think so. All right. Well, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Anime Review, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. Get that harmony with me. Can you feel my... Can you feel my 
Can you feel my tears? They won't dry. 